Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Yo, what up? Welcome to Tevez of the Best. Today is Tuesday, March 3rd, 2020. My name is JC Tevez. Welcome to the podcast about my life and nothing else. But stick around. You might learn something new. What's up, everyone? It's a uh, it's 9 in the morning right now. I'm, I'm watching a live stream of the Rockets getting beat. Up by the Knicks of all teams. The New York Knicks are beating the Houston Rockets. But, oh, Russell Westbrook just had a nice layup. Anyway, good morning, everyone. What's up? Uh, I'll probably be talking about the NBA uh, rather intently in the next coming weeks because, you know, it's coming towards playoff season. And once the playoffs start, that's probably all this podcast is going to be about. But um, I don't want to bore you with that right now. What's up, everyone? How's your How's your first few days of march going was it march 3 so it's the third day of march and man what a what a way to start off march right the whole green hills thing we'll probably talk about it on hala hala show but that's crazy that's some crazy shit oh man i feel i was like that's some shit that you see in the movies you know very one tree hill so uh yeah if you heard about that if you missed it you know there was like a hostage situation in in v mall or green hills so well i think the same v mall yeah v mall at green hills and it's crazy because uh it was it was from a security guard right like a security guard that used to work there so what's scary to me is that that dude knows the whole mall right he knows his he knows his way around there probably are like secret exit ways and shit like it was pretty crazy uh, i don't know how it all ended I'll, i i didn't look into it as much i only caught the first part of it so probably in Halala show we'll give you more details on that. Uh, but what did I want to talk about today? Uh, what did I have? Hold on, I had it. I had it ready, man. I had it ready for you. Oh, sticker con. Let me just start off with the weekend, right? Holy sticker con was fantastic. I told you I was gonna go last Friday, and I did. Uh, it was on Saturday, and I spent like almost three thousand. I think in my stories I said three thousand, but it probably wasn't that much. Maybe it's like two five. And I got some really good ones, guys. Um, I have these cat stickers. I forgot the name of the company. Just check out my Instagram post uh, from, I forgot, like end of February 2020. In case you're listening to this down the line in the future. Go to the end of February 2020 and look for the stickers that I posted. Man, uh, there's these ones on the fourth picture. Like, they're Neko or cat stickers. They're so good. I bought the whole set. It cost me like 300 but they were so dope. I don't know where to stick them yet. I bought a fo- I, I bought a sticker album, or actually, it's just a photo album, and I put my stickers there, and it's freaking fantastic, guys! Like, uh, you really gotta go. StickerCon is is amazing. I mean, they they it's only for one day. Last year they had it around the same time last year, and then they had a pop up event in October. I don't know if they're gonna have the pop up event again this year. I feel like they are because the demand is there. Like, I don't think they lose money. They seem to. There, that place was freaking packed. It was like coronavirus danger levels packed. It's legit. Oh, let me lower the volume. It's halftime now. So yeah, man, StickerCon. Uh, go, go follow them. On, I, I mean, I'm not sponsored by them at all. Just like I think, if you want to keep up or at least know when the next thing is, go, go follow them on Facebook or Instagram. StickerCon MNL, 
And yeah, I think it's totally worth it, guys. Super as in like you gotta do it. You gotta do it. Shout out to Erica, by the way. I don't know if Erica listens to this. She's a Leche fan, but I met a Leche fan there named Erica who asked to take a photo. So that was pretty dope. And I hope you got a great sticker haul over there. Uh, yeah. And the, the thing I was gonna update you besides sticker con. Okay, let, you know, let's talk more about stickers. Why do I like stickers? I don't know why. I think it's because they're they're a they're they're like especially the stickers here that I buy. They're made by local artists, and I'm not by any means like some sort of support local art. I mean, I think you should support local art artists and whatever, right? But I'm not like a, you know, I'm not like a some sort of purist that's like, yeah, we gotta support the local art, man. It's the dying breed. I don't know anything about that. But uh, yung galing ang galing nila, yung mga yung mga art artists, their their interpretations. Because I'm a big fan of My Hero Academia, and I. Ilan na, ilan na yung mga stickers ko na iba-ibang mga designs. Like, it's different takes on My Hero Academia. My laptop cover alone, like, the, the, the face of my laptop is the whole Class 1A of My Hero Academia. Yeah, all of them. All 20 of them, in, including the Invisible Girl. So, how do they do it? It's just her gloves, but it's really well done. And I should have bought another set because some of them are almost peeling off. Well, not really almost, but one of them is almost peeling off, and I kind of want to have a separate set just as an emergency in case I can never buy them again so yeah it, it's super like it's the best man stickers are awesome I like that you can support the local artist there and there's just so many varieties if I had unlimited money I would probably buy from every booth just to support but I spent a good amount I spent a good amount the, my favorite my other favorite ones were these Disney princess ones they were like these Disney princess silhouettes which were super cool man I don't know how to explain it. Um, just check that photo that I posted. Yeah, so shout out to StickerCon. Please go go to that when you have a chance. It's it's a I think it's super fantastic. And shout out to I think who 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 went that I go Cholo, my boy Cholo. If you listen to his podcast, Pop Talk with Cholo, he went. He told me he went, but he came a little bit late. But uh, he showed me his haul. It was a pretty solid haul as well, brother. And yeah, StickerCon, ganda ganda. Uh, let's rewind a little bit and then uh, sorry about the miss the, the jumble timeline on Friday was Lexi's last show I mentioned in the last podcast the last episode of this podcast and damn I knew it I freaking cried I, I cried like a bitch and I couldn't and you know I, I, I couldn't keep my composure on air that I couldn't say all I had this whole in my mind I had this not a speech. But I had this whole spiel in my mind that I wanted to say, and I couldn't do it. Like I, it kind of just got destroyed by my tears. But shout out to Lexi, man. Um, yeah, we had a good time. We ate a little bit after, but I was so tired. I just went home after. And I think, you know, Lexi knowing 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 who I am, and Lexi knowing who I am, she's like she was cool with it. She didn't feel bad that I left early. <laughs> but yeah, she's not. Now you know that the news is out. She posted it on Instagram, so I guess I can tell you she's gonna be. Uh, at Q, Q105.1. So, I mean, not on air yet. Uh, I think she's gonna be, like, behind the scenes there. So, go support her. Uh, just not during my time slot, okay? <laughs> Q105, Q is good for you. Congratulations, Lexi, my girl. Um, yeah, so let's go back to Saturday. So, after StickerCon, you know, I had to earn back my money. And, you know, ironically, last time there was a pop-up StickerCon, I had a hosting, and that hosting was a debut. And 
after StickerCon this year, I had a hosting, and guess what it was? Yup, foreshadowing, baby. It was a debut. And this debut was fantastic. You know, I, I, I've told you before, I think in my early podcast, how I don't really like hosting debuts in terms of, I mean, I like it because I get paid and I like it because I, I, you know, I'm good at it. But I have always felt like a lot of debuts are impersonal. But this was one of the most like heartfelt debuts ever that I've ever hosted. Uh, primarily because of the family and the debutante. Debutante, her name is Hart. I don't know if she's going to ever listen to this, but Hart, um, she's, she was super, intel- she's a super intelligent girl. She loves reading. But what I, th- what I really liked about her program was that she gave her speech at the start of the program. So, if you've ever been to a debut, diba yung speech ng debutant, lagi sa dulo. You know, th- after the parent speech, like the thank you, sila, thank you to everyone who came, la la la. What I really liked about this debut, my first time in my life that I hosted a debut like this, the debutant's message went first. And at first, when I was doing the pre-prod, you know, I was doing the run-through with, uh, with the coordinator, uh, that day, I was like, why, are you sure you want to do this at the start? But then now that I've seen it done and it was done correctly, I, uh, done well, I feel like that should be the way it goes because A, everyone's still kind of awake. Everyone's attention is still kind of at a hundred because the program's just starting. And B, it really is like a, it just seems more personal to do it at that time. Like, thank you for coming and now let's get the party started versus at the end where you're like, Thanks for coming, and I know you're all tired and not listening to my speech anymore and just want to go home. So, yeah, it was really good. Also, there was this portion at towards the end where the family, not just the mom, but the entire, like, her entire family did, like, this riff off. You ever watch Pitch Perfect? Diba nag, ano, yung parang riff off na they'll sing a song and then they'll go to another song. They called it beat battle and they literally just, they, they sang over a beat and did different songs. It was the whole family and it was so good. I mean, I mean, vocally, maybe I was, um, shaky, right? Whatever. But like the, 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 the delivery was, was hype and it was energetic and I was a huge fan of like what they did. And you could really feel the support. As in every time that I would read a name of, let's say, a tita to go up and read their message, like the family would be like, woo, yeah, like, yeah. Because some debuts, you know, it's just tahimik, right? Like, I don't really care about this person. Just hurry up, move on to the next, blah, blah, blah. But this this debut was was good. And I like debuts that are like that. Now, you remember my, my main complaint about a debut was how kind of impersonal and kind of not fake, but like... How it didn't really matter, right? In the scheme of things, You're, it's just kind of like a glorified celebration of a birthday. But what I do, when I do enjoy debuts, and and I'll throw in weddings for this as well, is like when it really feels like the the audience is there to celebrate, and not just because they were invited. If that makes any sense, I don't know if that makes it make it makes sense in my head. Bakaindisa ano? Bakasakin lang. <laughs> so yeah, congratulations to Heart. Happy 18th birthday. You're going to do well in the world. Uh, you're probably never going to listen to this. But, oh, and her friends were down with it too, man. They were super chill and they were super supportive and respect, respect. So that was my Saturday. Um, on Sunday, I ate at Buffet 101 and I'm not really a fan of Buffet 101, but since I've been on keto, all I really wanted was a place that had salmon sashimi. 
And I found it, Buffet 101 in, in, in Alabang Town Center. And, oh boy, it was... Mm, I had so many plates of salmon sashimi. And I balik kasi, di ba... If you've ever been to any buffet in the Philippines, at least here in the Philippines, that serves salmon sashimi, no matter the quality, you have to wait. Like, you'll get it. And then, I don't know why. They should just put a whole, they should just dedicate an entire section to salmon sashimi because they just spend so much time taking away the plate, refilling it, only to be have to refill it, like, literally, as soon as they put the plate down, they have to refill it, like, 30 seconds later. That's how it is. At least for me, in any buffet, whether it be Saisaki, Buffet 101, uh, uh, Spiral, Vikings, Nubai Vikings, every buffet that I've been to where there's salmon sashimi, it's like the hot ticket item. So they should just dedicate, I think, a whole section, you know, that ice section, like put ice there, put like 20 plates of salmon sashimi, and then just let people go at it like a, you know, like wild animals. As in, and I had so much. Oh my god, I had so much. All I, that's all I ate. I had salmon sashimi. I had a couple like hard-boiled eggs and some roast beef. The roast beef surprisingly was good because the last time I went to buffet 101, it wasn't in town though. It was, I think it was in like Robinson's Magnolia. I forgot. It's just somewhere random. A couple of years ago, their shit was whack. That's why I have nothing but like not good memories of buffet 101. But the. uh this time the roast beef was juicy, the fat was mm, ugh, yummy. But salmon sashimi, I I went hard because buffet one one without any deals or anything. I think I think it's like eight hundred nine hundred eighty, almost a little under a thousand pesos. So you know I had to get my money's worth. So I was thinking I was justifying it. When you go get sashimi at a you know a nice Japanese restaurant, I mean granted the quality is probably much better, but you know you make up for it in quantity in this case. So you know like seven, I don't know like a. I don't know how many, how it, maybe like six slices of sashimi probably cost you like 200 something, right? So I, I had like, I don't know, I had a lot of sashimi. Like even if the slices were small, I must have had like 60 or 70 slices of sashimi. <laughs> I'm not exaggerating. I, I had that much. That's all I ate the entire day. And it was so good. So Buffet 101, salmon sashimi is the best. I don't care that they didn't have tuna sashimi. I like tuna sashimi but it's really salmon, man. It just makes you, makes me feel classy. (laughs) Ah, man. What a, uh, yeah, that was my weekend in a nutshell. Yesterday was a Monday. Monday, what happened on this freaking Monday? Morissette performed the concert series last night. She was so good. I've never seen her live before, so this is the first time I've seen her live. She did a lot of covers. I was hoping she would do a Mariah Carey cover, but she didn't. You know, from her. If you ever want a treat for your ears, just go to go to YouTube. Go type in Morissette Wish, uh, the Wish Bus, Wish One O Seven Five, I think. Wish and then Mariah Carey, the Against All Odds by the Against All Odds cover by Morissette. You know, the Mariah Carey song is well, actually, it's a Phil Collins song, but you know, it is so. Good. Oh my god, orgasm. How many times? Ilang beses ko inulit ulit yun when I when it first came out like a couple of years ago. It was so good. So yeah, that that's pretty much my weekend, guys. Wow, it's been 15 minutes already. Well, is there anything that I want to talk about? Um Oh, I fucked up my knee. Uh so in the stupidest way possible. So I was waiting for the buffet and you know, like a little boy, I was kind of like just like 
because the buffet started at 5 p.m. So I was out there, you know, in line, I guess, at like 4.50. And I was so excited for Salmon Sushi Buffet. I was doing like these little weird lunges, like left and right lunges. Because I was so excited. Like, yes, salmon sashimi, salmon sashimi. And then I tweaked my knee. If you don't know, I don't think I've ever mentioned it. I have a torn ACL in my left knee. So the ACL, the accru- acute crucial ligament or something like that. Just look, Google that. It's a, it's a ligament that stabilizes your knee. Don't quote me. I'm not a doctor. But that's how my understanding is. And I tore it playing basketball about five or six years ago. Five years ago. And... The, Unlike a bone, which can heal on its own, this ligament cannot heal naturally. So you really have to get surgery. And the surgery is fucking expensive. The healing time is, is really long. So I haven't opted to get it yet. Because you can live a relatively normal life. I mean, if, if you're not a pro athlete, if you don't plan to play any sports that involve lateral movement. Because the ACL, I think, helps you with the left and right movements. That's why I was when I was lunging left and right, it kind of you know destabilized it. I haven't heard it like this in a while, though. It's been almost more than a year. Uh, that's why I can't play basketball anymore because, you know, basketball, you move left and right a lot. Later, lots of lateral movement, especially on defense. So, Yun, I have a torn ACL, and until now, it's not repaired. And I want to get it done. I, I'm hoping next year, but the, I, I'm trying to lose weight first because, you know, it'll really take me off my feet for a while. But, yeah, the um, my knee is effed up, dude, like... It's it's been like this for five years. I haven't played basketball like competitively in five years. I kind of miss it, but I, I'm still debating. I'm still debating if I should or not. Yeah, that that's my uh, what else? I'm trying to think. Oh yeah, updates updates on if if any of you are vapors, if you use Juul or what I use, I use something called the Relax R E L X. Uh, you probably are in this little dilemma right now. Um. I think customs, the customs is holding a lot of the, the pods, you know, with the jewel and the relax. They call the, the yung kinakabit, these things. Can you hear that? Uh, a pod where the vape juice is. And customs is holding them. I'm guessing maybe because of NCOV, coronavirus, maybe. I'm not sure. But all, most of the stores around my area are out of stock of relax and jewel pods. And it's crazy. Like me and then two of my DJC, MJ and Siria. Uh, we, we use relax pods and we have this little group chat called relax, the, just do it. <laughs> and MJ yesterday messaged and I was like, guys, uh, SOS, we, there's no more pods in Mega Mall. Do you guys know where I can get some? Should I order online? Blah, blah, blah. So that's happening right now. And it, it's, and it just makes you wonder what the effect, uh, how much more, how long, how much longer is coronavirus going to affect shit it sucks dude i hope i hope they find a cure or like somehow contain that shit because damn it's fucking up travel did you hear about the oh you know what let me write that down as a tt philippine airlines man did you hear about that like philippine airlines i think had to uh lay off some people because of the flight cancellation so they had to make up the money that sucks and not only that i mean it's gonna affect the olympics probably they might cancel the olympics completely Instead of moving venue, they might just cancel the Olympics or postpone it. Uh, I'm worried. I mean, a little selfish on my part, but in September, or yeah, wait, no, November, I'm I'm planning on traveling to Europe. I mean, I know November might seem kind of far away. What ten months, eight, nine months? But I mean, who knows how long it's going? It's it's. I don't know if it's exponentially growing the number of 
coronavirus patients, but it's it's up there, man, and it's crazy. So you, I mean, uh, use alcohol on your hands. Let's kill this fucking thing and let's move on with life, right? I hope they fucking figure it out. I don't know. I hope Mother Nature just kind of takes mercy on us because you know if Mother Nature really wanted to fuck us over, right? They, she could just probably just kill all of us in like a week, you know. Just just throw in some viruses, throw in some tornadoes, some tsunamis, some earthquakes in there, and, and we're you know we're pretty much dead, dude. We can't. And it's it's a lot of it is our fault, right? I'm not saying coronavirus is our. Actually, no, coronavirus is our fault. Not necessarily the whole world, but it's a human, it's a human thing, right? Like we didn't. I mean, it origi- it originated in Wuhan. They say from what is it like infected soup or something? I don't know. Uh, don't quote me on that. But you know. It was because of like unhygienic practices and shit. So, it, yeah, it's a human thing. So, yeah, a lot of human shit really causes. I mean, a lot of humans cause the shit that we do, like global warming and all that stuff. Man, you know what? I, I, did I tell you back in the day, like a couple months ago, I interviewed someone. I forgot her name. Fiona something, and she was like an advocate for like you know uh sustainability and you know recycling and all that stuff you know think of like a Greta Thunberg but like a, a light Greta Thunberg light <laughs> Greta Thunberg uh demo edition the win uh, no, winzip or winrar uh free free trial uh think of her as like that she is uh into that stuff and man uh she she really made the, i mean i don't remember much about that interview but I do recall, uh, oh, I think Russell Westbrook just got injured. Fuck. Uh, I do recall, mm, hold on, I'm, I'm looking at the screen right now. Russell Westbrook, I think, just got hurt. Uh, so she said something along the lines of like, when you hear all these scientists saying like, in blank years, the earth might end, or in blank years, we'll run out of this resource. She had a point. There, there, there is no like, um, statement made by any scientist that say like, will be alive in a hundred years. It's always within the next hundred years. And I thought that was a very foreboding message. Is that right? Foreboding? Forbating? Forbooting? Foreboding message. I mean, think about it. How many times... No, Russell Westbrook's fine. Uh, sorry. <laughs> um, I mean, how many times have you really read those articles like the world will be underwater in blank years? It's never a hundred years. It's always like 30, 40, 50, 60 I take some solace in the fact that I'll be dead by then, but it also makes you wonder, should I like have children? Should I breed and, you know, have my children suffer the, those apocalypse movies in real life? You ever watch those? I, I actually enjoy those movies despite the, the shitty reviews that they get. Like I enjoyed 2012. I enjoyed Day After Tomorrow. I forgot the other ones, but the concept of like the world ending and people kind of just bonding together. Or like even like San Andreas, which is just I think affected only California in that movie, the one with the rock. I thought it was dope. I mean, it's fun to watch, and you're just like, shit. I hope this doesn't happen, or at least it's kind of like preparation. Oh, if this does happen, I'll probably die first. <laughs> yeah, dude. Um, so I forgot how did the fuck did I get to global warming on that topic? Anyway, yeah, the world's probably gonna end in a hundred years. So buy all the stickers that you can. Oh, it's because of coronavirus. That's why, yeah. So buy all the stickers. Fucking, ki- let's kill this coronavirus, you know. And let's let's move on with life, right? Let's let's move on to the next the next uh, epidemic. Wait, let's wait for that one. 
Looking forward to it. Charot. All right. Have a great rest of your week. I'll catch you all on Friday. Listen to Hala Hala Show Mix 69. We have a new sponsor. Thank you to Paymaya. Paymaya. You're getting free sponsorship on my podcast right now. What's up? Um, yeah. Oh, 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 oh. I had a shit. I had something. You know, I might as well do it. Someone on Instagram. See, Coco David says, Hey, bro, topic for your podcast. Since last time, you discussed the podcast about the water issue at my condo. So, can you talk about uh, your your condo living? Basically, basic info about uh, if you're going to get a condominium. Okay, um, here's the thing. I think the I know as as cliche as it may sound, for people who are looking into buying a condominium, it really is location, man. If you can find a location that, I mean, I guess location isn't, as big of a deal nowadays because everywhere there's people now in Metro Manila. We are so congested and there's so many. And, you know, I'll, I'll say it, man. There's a lot of, of immigrants, namely Chinese people, that will, will, will freaking get spots almost anywhere, dude. Um, so maybe location isn't the, 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 isn't that big of a priority now because I feel like wherever you get a condo, there's always going to be a market. There's always going to be someone looking to live in a place around Metro Manila, no matter where it is, I think. But uh, another thing, okay, so I have a lot of um, actually problems with, not I had a lot of problems with my building before, and I think it's just poor management or like, so that, let's say the, like when I first came, the bathroom that I had, the toilet, a lot of my shit was clogged. A lot of shit was falling, like the sink was whack. The the toilet seat was was really weak and flimsy like i had to replace all that stuff and i guess so when you go check out a condo i guess the the one something that i can say is um maybe check out the facility check out the shit that you have like the hard the built-in stuff that you can't really take out easily namely the toilet the bathroom the sinks because you know how difficult it is to to replace a sink especially if it's like on a kitchen counter setup you had to replace the whole fucking thing usually. So uh, I guess look into that. I don't really... I'm not like an expert TBH, guys. I'm still learning. Uh, you know, uh, for me, kind of also a good question to ask is like, you know, the association dues, figure out how much that's going to be because you're going to be stuck with that for the for the rest of your life because you got to pay the association dues every month. Uh, mine, thankfully, since I live in a small place, is pretty cheap. I pay around a little under 2,000 pesos a month. That includes my water, I don't know if that's a telling sign of how much I shower, but water is not that expensive in the building. Uh, it's back now, by the way. My water's back. I, I don't know if I mentioned that. Ano uh, pa He asked about, see, Coco David asked about garbage collection. Mine, uh, we just leave outside our door and then the staff picks it up. So it's actually really, for me, the most convenient setup. I've been to friends' condos where you actually have to take it to a, a, a garbage like chute or you got to go to a floor and bring it down. So I'm a little bit blessed. Uh, blessed. Uh, I'm pretty happy that they just pick it up for me. The thing that's crazy to me, though, is that you. I mean, I at the end at every night when I walk home, sometimes I'll see the garbage from not just my building, but all the other buildings just kind of put out on the sidewalk for the garbage can to pick up. And I, I, it kind of is mind-boggling now that we're talking about you know the Greta Thunberg shit, right? I mean. It's pretty nuts how much fucking trash we have. I mean, 
we really have to l- cut down on that shit, you know? Because it's like, damn, like, it's so much plastic. And, you know, plastic takes uh, years or decades to de- decompose. Like, we're, we are really killing the earth, man. If you look at the garbage at, in the, sa mga condo units, just sa labas lang. I mean, imagine, bilangin mo yung mga buildings. Not just the condo, I'm talking about office buildings and all that shit. You know, how many people buy, you know, cups of coffee and blah, blah, blah. It's pretty insane, dude. So, yeah. My setup here, um, Coco Davis wondering, I, it's a square, 27 square meter unit. It has a balcony, which I think is fantastic. That's something that I highly recommend. If you live on one of the upper floors, uh, you know, where you can get a nice view. If you can somehow, because I had a choice between my unit here, which is a little more expensive, versus a unit which was a little cheaper, but was indoors, like within the building. So your view is kind of like just another concrete wall. I forgot how much, how many uh, thousands more cheaper was I feel like you should just splurge a little bit like let's say I know it, it might sound kind of like snobby like oh it's an only a hundred thousand no but if the difference is let's say a hundred thousand or two hundred thousand I honestly feel like that is worth the price of the view and fresh air trust me like if you can afford it I'm not saying if you you know obviously don't don't get something you can't afford but it if you well, first of all, if you if you're gonna buy a condo, you should probably go into it knowing that you can afford it, right? So, if you're gonna do it as a like rent to own or like you know if you're gonna pay I don't know what the mortgage payment I don't know what you call it here like you know monthly payments on it. If your monthly payments aren't gonna take a huge hit by getting a little more expensive unit, if you can get a view and a and a and a balcony where you can maybe step out, smoke a cigarette or whatever, like drink a beer at night. Uh, highly recommend it. Uh, I think it's, it's, for me, the best part of my condo because my condo itself is not that tight. I mean, it's all right. I feel like I could spruce it up, but I'm a simple dude. Uh, and I suck at interior design. And I think it's just, if you can get a balcony, I highly recommend it because you'll go, you'll go crazy, man. I feel like you'll get like some cabin fever, uh, shit. I don't know how the condo, I, I, the other condos here, like the other, among other units that are facing the inside of my building. It's like there's nothing to see. What the hell do you look at all day? It's like, I feel like you'd go crazy. And natural sunlight is good for your health, man. And also, oh, here's another tip. Uh, because with all the building and the construction and all the shit that's happening around the Metro Manila, uh, anticipate what might be built in front of you. Ako, swear it though, because my balcony is overlooking whack, 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 golf course. And in front of me, there's like a street, Guadix. If you know Guadix, right? Guadix is one of the most used roads into getting into Ortigas. They're not going to build, you know, a building on over Guadix. They're not going to close down Guadix. Well, who knows? They might. But, you know, so look for a, a spot. If you have a balcony and it's overlooking something, anticipate that they might build something. Because in my building now... Next to my building, they're building this gigantic thing. I talked about it, I think, two podcasts ago. It's called the Galleon. And the units on the side facing the construction site, right now they have a view. But once that fucking building comes up, their view is going to be of like an office building. And, and it's going to be pretty whack. So think about that. That's another tip that I have. 
Um, other than that, before you bash me for my privilege, right, for talking about condos, I don't know. <laughs> you listen to my last, I feel like my last podcast, I was super, like, super woke. <laughs> I felt it. But I, I, you know, I was like, I really was confused about, like, talking about, like, can you, can you talk about something without feeling like it's being braggy or privileged? So, yeah, uh, anything else about condo living that you gotta know? Um, yeah, try to be minimalist. I'm a pretty messy dude and, uh, fuck, man. It really bites you in the ass. It accumulates. So I'm trying to, I'm trying to be better in that case, in that sense. Like, live by that, like, eight second rule, which is like, if it takes eight seconds to do something, just do it. Whether it be to put away a shirt, maybe wash a dish, um, something like that. But yeah, I just, just give it a shot. If you're gonna do a condo, just remember, listen to the, those are my, Ad, those are my little advice things that I can give you based on living in a condo for what four years now and yeah live simply because you know especially now where real estate is is premium where every square meter you buy is going to cost you hundreds of thousands of pesos right uh, every every square meter counts so you know the less shit that you fill it with the the, the more the more clear your mind will be literally and figuratively I mean well, no, that doesn't make sense. Physically, you'll be more clear and mentally, you'll be more clear there. That makes more sense. So, yeah, that's the podcast. Sorry, I, sh- I thought I was about to end it and I went off on a tangent. But, yeah, listen to Mix 69, Halala Show. Uh, we'll record Mix 70 this week. I'll catch you all on Friday. Have a great first week of March and I'll catch you all later. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 